I know in particular some folks in our audience representative have a concern about student loan credits. Yeah, thank you for having me on this morning. And, you know, we have made a proposal this year to increase our student loan credit to $1,400 uh, for each uh, spouse or in, in, uh, if they are married. But, um, you know, in individual uh, student loan credits as well, it used to only be a, a 500, up to $500 dollar for dollar credit. Um, our hope is that with people who are struggling this year and these past few years through the pandemic, that they will be able to get some relief for the student loan that they pay. Everybody, we're talking with Representative Kaylee Vang Her, representative uh, representing District 64A. Talk about uh, what you're trying to do with uh, tax abatement, just in general, at, in this particular session of the legislature. Sure, absolutely. And we do know that after the uh, pandemic, some people did really, really well. That was a small portion of people, and that most people have been uh, hurt and have been uh, disproportionately impacted by the pandemic whether it was uh, loss of income or jobs or, uh, you know, just being able to maintain expenses with the uh, cost of uh, things increasing now. So our whole objective is to say who has been the most negatively impacted and how do we ensure that those families and individuals are taken care of. We are looking for tax credits to help everyday Minnesotans, not those who uh, are the highest income earners. And so with our work, we believe in our tax policy uh, in our uh, Democratic DFL uh, majority in the House really represents what Minnesotans are asking for and what they're looking for help with. And so we believe it is a value statement based on what we're doing with our tax credits. And that includes things like, you know, child uh, tax credit, increasing that. And uh, for each child under five years of age, up to $3,000, um, you know, to include a $325 dollar uh, child tax credit rebate for children under 17 and so those are just a couple of uh, ways in which we know working families are needing support with um, and we're also providing uh, support for our seniors who are extremely vulnerable and uh, we believe that helping our seniors who need the most support by ensuring that there no senior citizen um, who makes under seventy five thousand dollars in income pays uh, any taxes on the social security benefits that's so that's really, you know provisions yes that's really interesting so uh, people who are getting there, maybe they're retired and they're getting the uh, SSA benefits. Uh, that could mm-hmm. be really impactful if that goes through the legislature this year. Absolutely. And we agree. Uh, and that's why we're fighting really hard for our working families, our seniors and students who are struggling to come out of college and pay their debt. So the way you just outlined this representative, her, it sounds like this could for low income families. This could mean a real dollars in real pockets for families. Absolutely. It absolutely does. And when we give tax credit, it's a dollar for dollar credit. So if we were to pass the student loan uh, credit up to $1,500, that means that if you paid in $1,500 to pay for your, your school loans, you get that $1,500 back. And so it is really critical. That's, literally, that's putting dollars back into people's pockets. I don't mean to say anything disparagingly, but it sounds like I need to go find me a child and put them in school <laughs> and get the credit back. Lots of good credits. I think, you know, even everybody will have some way of benefiting from the tax credits that we are looking for. There's a renter's tax credit that should help those who are renting. And we have noticed that since it's been difficult to uh, buy in this type of market, many people are renting. And renters need as much tax credit as as, uh, homeowners do on property taxes. And so we do also have renter's tax credit in our bill um, that will impact about 156,000 renters this next uh, coming years should we passed this particular provision. It seems as if uh, renters have been left out of the conversation traditionally. It's usually the homeowners. Absolutely. And you're absolutely right. And that's why we wanted to make sure that we did something for renters as well. So how can we get more information? How can our citizens or our listeners to you this morning have input 
into the legislation that you're putting forward? So it's always really good to stay connected to your your representatives. We are the ones who, right now, we have finished all of our committee hearings, and we are moving into the phase of the legislature in which we are hearing the omnibus bills in which we put all of our individual bills together, and that if you want uh, these particular provisions to be included, please reach out to your state representative. Or, and, uh, and I would say that, too, your state senators are really critical because it is uh, the state Senate that is uh, incented not to actually act on any of the bills that we're putting forward in the Minnesota House, and that we need them to step up and work with us and be able to uh, pass sensible legislation that protects everyday Minnesotans. And so contact your senators um, and uh, ensure that your representatives know um, your wishes as well. But really, the pressure needs to put on our Senate. All right. Representative Hur, I can't thank you enough for being with us this morning and sharing important information about upcoming legislation. You're steaming toward the close, and this is uh, the most critical part of the time that uh, for this particular session or any session of the legislature. Yes, absolutely, and we appreciate the opportunity to share what we are doing and how it is impacting everyday Minnesotans. So thank you for the time. It's our pleasure. Representative Kaylee Vang Hur, representing District 64A, with us live this morning on KMOJ.